Hello and welcome to the Stay at Homes. I'm Brandon. And I'm Hannah. And I'm Lucy. And today we're talking about screen time and screen time for your kids. Uh, Hannah, I wanted to ask, how old were your two when they started watching TV or just uh, got exposed to screen time? Uh, Yeah, so with our... We tried to hold off as long as possible. I think we he was I think he was probably around like between one and two when we kind of started introducing it. Also because it was the pandemic, and we needed something extra to do during the day. Um, and I was really cautious with him because it was like uh, there was so so much negativity around screen time. And then when L came around, R was already watching TV, so L got TV early. I think probably like between nine months and a year and a half like it, it was just like if if ours watching it Elle's watching it too or playing around so that's kind of where we started at um and then screen time like true true screen time I think for both of them was closer to around two um Lucy what about you with your kid uh I think we it was about a year he was about a year old and we started with um like television like classic CBC kids and then nice. uh I think like once he got a little bit older, we introduced like some iPad time, it's that kind of screen oh, okay. with like yeah, yeah. with like uh, uh, like games, like writing games. Um, and then I think when he was five, we introduced video games, which is like a whole new level. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon, yeah, how about a- you? <clears throat> Uh, Michelle was, I want to say something similar where it was like around 10 months, like it was around in that age where, uh, it became more and more like, yeah, you can watch this show or, or, or we'll just, we'll turn this show on and it'll be in the background. And, uh, and I think that's like the most that, like that was the kind of the beginning when she got exposed to it. And then as, you know, as it happens, it's just, it just becomes more and more, uh, too strong of a word is intense, but it just you just the, the the exposure level starts going up and up, and there's actually like favorite shows, and I would say that maybe around a year and a half, close to two years old, is like when she actually had true um, uh, favorites, things that she wanted mm-hmm. to like watch and that she would actually ask for. Uh, the twins, um, twins were born in the middle of the pandemic, so. Uh, well, I guess that really didn't it didn't matter because after about a year, it, it was similar. Like they started to get exposed to it um, because Michelle is watching it. But they actually have been only now recently and now they're they're just over two. Now they've started to really like pay attention to what's what they're watching. But they didn't start with any of like the really small or really, I should say, young like shows. It's like they jump straight into whatever like Michelle's watching. Because they kind of, we have like the one TV that they kind of watch together. And even now it's like the twins will sometimes watch and other times they're just like, ah, it doesn't matter. And so they're they're just starting around two years old to really have kind of a connection uh, connection with it, I would say. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been weird to see the, the, the difference there uh, uh, between the two sets of, uh, the two sets of ages. Lucy, do you have or did the kid kind of gravitate towards one show early on oh paw patrol yeah always paw patrol (laughs) um yeah that thing is like an addiction uh still watches it Mm -hmm. it's catchy too like those songs are catchy yes and like 
it's not all bad. Like, uh, there's some, you know, like, uh, Mayor Humdinger has has so good a special place in my heart, especially when his <laughs> like the cats, his cats, yeah, make me laugh. Um, but so like that was an early favorite. Um, what else did he like? Uh, Daniel Tiger. That was oh, a big he was hit. into that one. Okay, yeah. He was into that one. When he was like, it was one of like the early shows, then he kind of grew yeah. out of it. Yeah. Um, because it is very. Uh, like preschool age, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he loves Bluey. Bluey's like yeah, Bluey's a big oh, one. So good, so good, yeah. big hit. Um, he also really liked. Oh, there was a phase where he went through like Magic School Bus. Oh, that's good. He's really oh, into the Magic School I Bus. I loved that that's one. That's great. Yeah. Michelle could never get into the get into Magic School Bus. She never. She never. She liked it a few times and she asked for it, but then she wouldn't. She, it, it, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's like she got exposed to, to the other stuff, you know, like the Paw Patrol it's, before Magic it's School less Bus. Like so, uh, fantastical. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially like going Paw Patrol to Magic School Bus. It's a big, there's a yeah. big gap. Um, he like was so into it. We like bought all the books. I like I thrifted all the old books from like the nineties and like nice, was, that nice. was a big phase. And then they brought it like Netflix started making new seasons of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was big. Yeah. So that must have um, been that would have been Yeah, that was a big that was a big phase for him. Was that Hannah? What are your what are your kids like? Uh early days we did a lot of I think we we tried Magic School Bus. Daniel Tiger was never really a thing. And then Mickey Mouse was like during the yes, pandemic we did yeah. a lot of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And what I liked about Mickey Mouse is that they would ask questions and it was fun for to like I'd be sitting at work, you know, doing my thing, and R would be on the couch watching Mickey Mouse, and all of a sudden he'd just be like answering questions, and I was like this little proud parent being like, "Oh my goodness, he's responding to Mickey Mouse." <laughs> it's such a silly thing now to think about, but I was like, "He's doing it!" Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was so yeah. silly. Um, and now it's like a lot of uh, Spidey kids is huge, um, but also they really like Super Y, which is a oh, fun one. Yes. I really like that. Super wild. I don't know if okay. your kids yeah. know that Tom, one, Brandon. Um, uh, it's my like, kid was into it too, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of like storybooks and they go through and then, but then they have to find the letters from like, uh, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk or whatever. Like, and it's like different stories from our childhood, which is fun. There's like problems yeah. that they have to solve and to solve them, they have to like find the letters to solve them. Exactly. It's all letter based and it's, it's kind of, okay. it's just really fun. R got really into it yeah. and, uh, but it's, it's a lot an, of fun and it's an engaging Bluey they one. like sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Bluey yeah, yeah. they like sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Bluey is good. I, I mean, it depends on what like what we're using screen time for at this point. But um, yeah, a lot they like the the kind of actiony ones. Um, what about your kids, Brandon? I I think I think I may have heard that one of yours likes Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh yeah, it may may. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Junior has uh, a healthy relationship with Mickey Mouse. Um, no, it, he, he he actually does, but it, it's just yeah. He loves Mickey Mouse. He likes he likes like his Mickey Mouse outfits more, like his sweater and mm-hmm. his shirt that's got Mickey totally. Mouse on it and everything, and and the and the the pull ups that he's wearing right now uh, at night um, have Mickey Mouse and <laughs> have Mickey Mouse and uh, or Goofy or like Donald on it, and he won't wear the ones with Donald. He only wants the ones with Goofy. <laughs> but it works out. It works out okay because um, Rose wants the ones with Donald on it. So, oh, uh, so yeah. So, so it, it was like one of those like magic 
things where it's just like, no, you think it's going to be the worst thing ever. And then it just turns into like, no, 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 she likes the, the, the Donald Duck ones. And you're just like, but th- yeah, so Junior loves Mickey Mouse um, and they all like Bluey. But uh, and, but Michelle's definitely got the one that's like she's got the, the, the she has like five or six shows that she likes bouncing around between. We We did have a good run there for maybe about nine or ten months that she got we we showed her mr rogers and Mm. like she like loved it like she thought it was wonderful and we were like oh if they can if if she can just hang on to this for as long as possible because it's such a so much slower and it's not just Mm -hmm. educational and it's like warming and it's like it's it's inviting and it's it's not intense yeah all of that stuff and it's very positive and it was just it's it's not a it's not yet like she's been exposed to like you know blockbuster television shows or something like that like it's 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 just something that's like classic and it's not going to rile her up um and she did she loved that for like nine or ten nine or ten months like she loved uh, uh watching that and specifically an episode where she they, sh- they showed how they make crayons so like that really <gasps> did she get it. it from from my kid because that was his he has seen that episode no less than a dozen times. Yeah, like, that's yeah, it she is, loves that episode. It is his favorite episode. There must be something about that episode that's like super interesting. Like it's just something that's engaging for kids. I mean, it's crayons, so like you would yeah. I was going to say that, every yeah. kid knows and understands yeah. and does cra- crayons. Like, yeah, like that's crayons. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But but those are the shows that I that we tried to like push, you know, as much as you are are pushing screen time and we're not you know when it, we not, we never push screen time they just it's when they ask and then whether or not it's a good time to put the 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 tv on or not is when we'll when we'll turn it on but um it's it's Kate go ahead sorry I was I was just gonna ask that like do you use screen time intentionally like not, is it or is it kind of for fun like what like is it for us is it a tool for you for us we well we we say that and it's like you know when it's you know the elevator pitch when people ask about it is just like well it's a tool you know you use Mm -hmm. it as a tool it's not a crutch you don't use it as a a way of raising your kids it's just a tool it's just another thing that they're able to have and it's everything's good in moderation um you say Mm -hmm. that but then there's always going to be those days where you're just like i i just like i need an hour like to just go and do something can you guys just like watch tv while i go and do it which still falls within like the tool framework of it totally yeah it's 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 i i i think we just try to what we found is if too much of a good thing is always turns into a bad thing and it's just and it it, especially with michelle she has a a hard time with letting go sometimes uh she just had a meltdown earlier today over that and we were just like okay so then we're done tv for the day and maybe we'll try again tomorrow um, but when we are in, uh, uh, during the week, we don't have any TV time. Uh, the TV gets put away. Uh, it's a small little TV that goes up in the living room. So we take it away and TV is only up during the weekends. And that really helps us kind of manage the, you know, the dependency on it. And she's gotten very, very good at being able to understand that, like, when she starts, when she goes back to school on Monday, it's like there's no more TV until, like, the last school day is what she goes. She goes, it's the last school day. Uh, so Friday nights is usually, like, we have, when we have dinner, she's able to watch a movie. Um, that's kind of how we've been able to manage it. Um, there's always going to be, like, kind of times, especially over now during the holidays, that it's just 
you know, you just get into that mode of just, all right, yeah, you can watch another television show and yeah, you can watch another episode and yeah. And you, then you look at your watch and you're like, man, she has watched like a lot of TV today. Like that's, it's tough. It's easier with the twins because they have to take a nap during the middle of the day. So you get to Mm -hmm. like move. So they, they, they will naturally get a break. And what we try to do is after the nap, we try to like turn off the TV and hopefully that's it for, uh, for the day. Um, but that's kind of how like we balance it is just, you know, I, not trying to use it as a to, uh, as a crutch, but just using it as a tool. And, and a lot of it they they enjoy. That's the other thing is like stuff like Bluey. It's like there's like a message there, like they're mm-hmm. learning some stuff, you know, Mr. Rogers, especially the, 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 the super why that one that you guys had mentioned. Like it sounds like there's some I don't want to say go far as say like it's educational in the sense that it's like teaching them what they'll learn at school but it there's something there you know like there's something there that that's helpful so um anyway yeah hannah like for your kids do you do you find that uh well same question to you like do you use it uh in kind of in moderation or is it just whenever they ask and you just throw it on at six o'clock in the morning yeah, well, when we, um, <laughs> not quite six, because my kids don't wake up at six anymore. <laughs> Finally. Um, so uh, when when we first moved here and I had both kids home, TV was kind of like all over the map. We never knew when it was happening. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Like it was just like there was no structure with it. Um, when Elle started, um, when Elle started daycare, it was in the spring. So it naturally was a lot easier to say like, no screen time during the week um and so we started doing that in the spring and we've had no screen time during the week with within reason like we have exceptions if they're sick or if it's like a long weekend or something like that um but if it's a school day no screen time um and they they follow that and i think it's it helps them manage their expectations Mm -hmm. of when they can get screen time Mm -hmm. um which is it it helps us too and it started in the spring and because when they got home from school, I could just say, go in the backyard. It's nice mm-hmm. out. Like, and they would just go yeah. play outside, which was helpful. And then I think after having the summer of that being the norm, it was easy to keep going with it now in the winter. Um, and we definitely use it as a combo. Like sometimes it is very much a tool. Like we need to get this, 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 and this done this weekend. So it's like, okay, while we need to get these things done, you guys get to watch TV um, But then other times it's like, we have a really chill weekend. We're going to use screen time as like, some family cuddles like Mm -hmm. let's let's pick a movie together as a family and like and and just and just cuddle it up for a weekend so we i I mean i think similar to you brandon is that we kind of do a bit of both like sometimes it's a tool we gotta get chores done and like and we don't want them around for this and other times it's like let's just cuddle and or just you know they want some screen time and and we're like cool let's let's we haven't done any today and one one thing that we do try to do um just for my kids, it works is that I, I don't let them have screen time typically like within an hour before nap or an hour before bed. That's mm. kind of what we try to do that just because their brains get just way too wired yeah, from screen yeah. time. So it also helps us structure throughout the day too then. So like Elle goes down for a nap in the afternoon. Okay, well, you're not going to watch TV beyond 11 or whatever. And then after nap, then okay, then, you know, nothing before like 6 p.m or something or after yeah. 6 p.m so it just yeah, kind of yeah. gives it like mm-hmm. then they know like it's again some more structure for them yeah exactly um, yeah. And like yeah, a that's, that's kind of what we do like a, mm-hmm. like a detox yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. you're able to like yeah, do, which is smart which is it, it's good to do that because it's it, it, yeah I, I can only imagine trying to put a kid down after you do paw patrol 
yeah like, right. 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes ago you know it's just yeah yeah exactly and you're just like and no, then and then yeah <laughs> and then with l he's uh when he naps are we typically like we tell him he needs to have quiet time and so it's generally like okay you need to have like a puzzle or a book whatever but we've also kind of used it as a way for him to start learning tablet time and and getting used to using it because like mm-hmm. i think it's important for them to understand how to use certain technology Absolutely. and because we don't do it a lot and l is just way too young to like properly use it and he just kind of gets in the way when r is trying to use it that like okay l's napping this is your time to learn how to use he uses spotify or he uses different kinds of games and sometimes are educational sometimes they're just fun and so it's just like a way for him to have that time to learn and explore without his little brother pushing all the buttons on him so uh that yeah that's kind of what we do and lucy your kid is much well not much but is older than ours so i'm sure it's even more different there's no naps and stuff so what's your uh we don't Outside of a few um, boundaries, we don't really limit screen time. He can kind mm-hmm. of uh, choose to use it if we're at home and he doesn't want to do anything else, or he can choose to do something else. Um, the limitations we do put on it are no uh, screens in the morning before school. Um, none, unless it's like we're watching a movie with dinner, but like none after between like dinner and bedtime um and uh i think that's kind of it <laughs> but those are good i really ones. like that though that um, like the, i i think it's really like admirable and like something that i hope to like work towards is that like giving him the space to pick what his yeah screen time is and, and how much he can always, handle we've always kind of been like that like sometimes it's like okay you've been sitting there for a while like turn it off go do something else (laughs) but as he's getting older he's i'm finding that he's getting bored watching it so he turns it off by himself and he'll just like show up in the living room and be like okay i want to do this or i want to i want to build lego or i want to play with this toy so he is getting more responsible and i think that that's uh not really having like limitations on it has given him that kind of like uh choice he's it's enabled him to make that choice and to like see it in himself like okay i think i've had enough um but also introducing video games was was a big one because it went from just like yeah like sitting on the couch like bleary-eyed watching like paw patrol and there's nothing wrong with, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with screen time. As long as you don't abuse it, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There are things that he has learned from watching Paw Patrol, uh, Magic School Bus, any number of things that there's no way I would have ever thought to teach him. Mm-hmm. Um, but introducing video games was, like, a, a big thing because it's not it's no longer that he's just, like, sitting on the couch like a like a lump he's actively engaging with the thing that he's doing on the screen he's uh hand-eye coordination he's he's problem solving he's using logic you know because he's not only just playing like the kid um focused games but he he's really good at mario like i grew up playing it and he's better than i am <laughs> yeah which is great to okay, see I, I mean, yeah i was yeah, yeah. 
I was going to ask you too, like it's, I did not grow up with video games. So I like, I have no, idea. like if I were to introduce video games, I know Corey would know what to do because he did, but like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know where to start. Like, what do you buy? Like what kind of games do kids play? Um, Mario, it sounds like. Yeah. So we have a Wii, which we bought, I don't know when they came out. So like 14 years ago. 13 years ago no (laughs) um (laughs) so we have one of those and i think that's kind of like what it started with because we just had like some we had like mario kart and like which is kind of an easy one to like start with because it doesn't really involve a lot of like logic and problem solving because you just drive you just you know have to know which button to drive with and which button Mm -hmm. to steer with um and then we bought a switch which is like the newer nintendo uh, and we bought that mm-hmm. oh, 2021 because I was like, I am so sick of sitting inside doing nothing. Give me something to do. Uh, so we bought that and we introduced it to him probably like a year later. And he's become, I don't want to use the word obsessed because that's got a bad connotation, but like he yeah. loves it. Hannah, do you mm-hmm. have uh, like have, have LNR uh, any exposure to video games yet? Well, L no, um, but my I, I was thinking about it. So, the controllers are a big part of it, right? And like mm-hmm. figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously, it's very clear that I have not really done a lot of video games. Not that I'm not interested; in, it's just not something I ever prioritized, and I didn't grow up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the last birthday and Christmas and stuff, it was um, both the kids got a lot of remote control toys mm-hmm. oh. and i feel like maybe that's a good start for them so yep. like they need to learn how to drive yeah. their batman car and ours figuring it out l just does like both of them just go straight up so he just makes them go in circles because the <laughs> one goes right and the other one goes straight and so it yep. just goes in circles but they got like from a variety of people they got like a mario a batman a robot a monster truck and so they have they take turns doing like all these different remote control things um so we're going to spend a lot of money on batteries, apparently, this year, upcoming year. But I thought that the remote controls would be a really good start for them. And R has been a little bit interested in video games. And Corey does a lot of more of the computer games. And so during quiet time and stuff, sometimes he'll be like, Daddy, can I watch you play a computer game? And Corey does, I think, what did you guys call it? Like an open? Open world, game? yeah. Yeah, so um, he has some that are you know safe for kids like it's mm-hmm. like a desert island and he has to build a home and so they'll sit together and Corey has to do it because it's on a computer or doesn't mm-hmm. know how to use a mouse and stuff like that but they've been learning how to do that and I feel like he'd be really interested in that game especially after watching Corey the one that the animal one you were talking animal about animal crossing Lucy. yeah um yeah and he has um Corey has these remote controls that um I think they plug into the computer for him to play old school games and so I feel like this is, I just pulled it out so you guys can see. Is this like, oh, yeah, it's like I don't know if this still exists, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like, I feel like that's a good start for R to get started on and, and yeah. like play. Um, but we haven't done a ton and it's mostly been watching. But I think, I think it's like kind of, I think like the same with you guys, like the five years old R and Michelle both just turned five and, and the kid started around five. That maybe yeah. this is kind of. Yeah. The year that they get into some video games and practicing that kind of thing. This episode is brought to you by 
a 90-minute movie I can't finish because I keep getting interrupted. This episode has been brought to you by limiting screen time for my kids, but falling asleep to TV every night myself. This episode has been brought to you by the TV in my bedroom that's not even plugged in anymore. What was your favorite show as a kid that you definitely won't let your kids watch? Let us know by DMing us on Instagram at the Stay at Homes Podcast. I, I, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, we don't do a lot of video games yet, but um, we do do board games and are really struggles with losing. Yeah. And we don't do them a lot for him to practice this. But I wonder if video games, um, because you don't always play against real people, right? Yes. I, like, yep. you can play against other yep. people that it's no longer this, like, competition against your sibling or your parents. Yep. Like, it's just this unknown thing mm-hmm. that, like, maybe it might be a good way to start, like oh, it is okay. We do it again. And this mm-hmm. is just like video games are strategic and you have to learn how to do it. Like that's strategy and, and, and being good at it. And skill. Sometimes and so, a board yeah. game is just straight up by chance. Yes. And it's hard when you lose. Yes. And um, it's hard for them to understand. So I, I don't know. I feel like um, that could be like, a, a good way to like get into it and, and, and just practice the losing because that's a thing that we struggle with yeah. hard in our house right now. And it's like a hard like <laughs> – borderline throw the board game i'm mm-hmm. done i'm out yeah, of here and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay we gotta work yeah. on this one yeah. <laughs> and it's easier to understand it real when life. it's when it is like a computer and especially in like right um like a mario kart game you can adjust the difficulty and you can even just race against nothing you can just it's just you on the track so you can yeah. go as fast as slow Practice you can do whatever and... you want it doesn't matter if you fall off the track a million times because you're not racing against anybody exactly so yeah and I do feel like for us anyway, I think it's going to be a fine balance of making sure that you can do it on a video game and, and feel confident with losing, but also with a board game or a card game or some mm-hmm. sort of other competitive game or a, a sports game. You know, it's going to be a balance of making sure that you have practice with all of those. things. Yeah. 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 And that's, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier is just taking that. You don't want to take completely any of the, comp- uh, sorry. You don't want to take all the competitiveness away out of them because you want them to mm-hmm. want to win. But mm-hmm. wanting to win and needing to win are two different things. And mm-hmm. it's like uh, right now definitely. it's – Yeah, right now it's like I, – I just for, for us, it's like Michelle, it's definitely like most of the things that she plays when it's a game-based thing, whether it's against us or it's just we're all on a – even if we're all on the same team. Those – actually, you know what? Those are the board games that, like, work the best with her is that if we're all on the same team – we got one for mm-hmm. – uh, she got one for Christmas, um, which is, like, you can play with four or five people, uh, but you're all on the same team trying to, to, to basically mm-hmm. collect – you're basically just trying to collect all the fruit before um, a raven – you know, swoops in and takes all of the fruit. Like that's that's basically all you're trying to do, right? So everyone on the team is trying to beat this raven, and this raven is just this little toy thing that's just moving along and stuff. And it's like those types of games. It's like she's not against us; she's against this raven. <laughs> and it's like right. that's fine. Right. That is like, oh, we didn't get it, and she actually has like such a great attitude with that because then it's just like, oh, we didn't get it. Shucks, can we try again? Mm-hmm. But if like. I was the Raven or like it's like, you know, or, or or the game is built on the fact that like I'm the one that wins it and she right. can't win it. Like and I'm the one that do it. it's like that's it's like that's when she feels like she's being left behind or she's not good enough and stuff. And that's when you have to like just like, all right, let's try to work our way into this stuff. But it's a good point that you that you brought up, Hannah, is just like maybe switching to something where they just play on their own. 
and there isn't yeah. like a thing because even yeah. it, even if it is like something that they have to um you know quote unquote beat like you know they have to mm-hmm. beat the level they do uh, it's not against anybody it's against a computer it's against yeah. a, it's against nobody because it's just the game of what it is and you know dad or mom or you know siblings and stuff are not playing it's just me so it's just trying to figure out how to be able to do that and maybe that's a better you know a, a way in or just trying to figure out how to, how to be able to get that done I, I was just gonna say it also sounds like just hearing you talk about this because we haven't talked about this it sounds like uh, it's very age appropriate for five year olds to be going through this right now. Yeah, I don't for know sure. if, yeah. that, if if you found that Lucy that around five that like the losing and and competition thing was a it was a new thing. Like for us, it's new. Yeah, and it's a struggle. So, um, it's like he. It was never like a big sticking point for him the winning and losing thing. It was uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's disappointed like anyone would be but um another game that he played a lot that was a lot of like uh chance versus skill is mario party so it's like a bunch of you can either it's like a board game on a like on a nintendo but it has a lot of like mini games in it that range from like throwing snowballs at the opposite players to uh like walking along a tightrope to like cutting strings to see who wins and there's a good mix of like uh chance versus skill we played that a lot at first as well and I think that really like taught him the difference between chance and skill sure and uh like the the that sometimes with skill games you need to practice and you need to pay attention and you need to be able to move quickly. But sometimes you don't. And sometimes it's not up to you who wins. It's yeah. up to it's up to nobody who wins. And I think that really helped introducing yeah. that kind of game where you and you don't know which one's which until you've like played it a lot. Yeah. And then you know which game is which, like which mini game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ex- ex- yeah. That's, I was going to say um, it's like you have to. You can't hold them back from playing games for them to. You can't hold them back because then they just don't get enough exposure to like different types of games to know which ones are which. It's like mm-hmm. that's the other issue with it is that like you kind of have to go through the games that even as a parent frustrate you while you're seeing your kid yep. there. I mean, Michelle gets upset about the fact that like the rules are like the youngest goes first and she's just like hmm, and she gets like all upset because then if one of the twins is playing, it's like she doesn't get to go first and mm-hmm. it's like all right, we need to really scale this back and like you know. But and that would be my initial roll a dice. Whoever rolls lowest goes first. Nah, that's but what then we that's, do. But, but that's not in the rules. That's not what the uh, who rules cares say. what the rules say. That's Make up what, your own uh, rules. What are, you, what are you talking about? It's a game. They've they've specifically built these games to have. I I don't care. It's, listen, the youngest goes first, and if they don't, then that raven's gonna win. And I can't. <laughs> I, that raven. Okay, that I, just I, sounds I, like superstition to me. <laughs> Maybe, but you know what? The Raven hasn't won yet, so well, I'm just you're doing something right. Obviously, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. Just the you one make thing. an excellent scarecrow, Brandon. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I can <laughs> very still with my arms up for a very long period of time. Uh, yes. Not not because I have no brain or anything like that. Um, <laughs> Wizard of Oz reference for young people out there. Um, I was gonna ask, or I was gonna a little bit switch gears. It's just. Do either of you pay attention, whether it's video games or it's movies or television, do either of you pay attention to the rating system? 
of like what something is rated. Now I know, you know, if something is rated R, I like I don't think we need to be told. Like you know, don't show them. I always use this example. Don't show them the Terminator when they're five. We all know that that's not age appropriate. But I always find it interesting that. You know, when I was younger, there was all this emphasis on, like, you're not old enough to play this video game. You're not old enough to see this movie. And now as a parent, I, like, I don't even look at what the rating system is. I just kind of judge for myself. And I wanted to know if you guys do the same thing um, or if you actually, like, look at it and you just go, oh, no, this says that it's got to be eight years old or older. I can't really – I can't show you guys this stuff. I, I was just I was just curious. Lucy, you go first. I want to no. hear. Okay. <laughs> no. You don't I, check I, at all. Like, no, I don't, I, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you what anything's rated. Um, but we just kind of, most of the things that he watches, we've seen and are like geared towards kids, right? Like we were, uh, we were talking about like watching Christmas movies and I was also, and I was like, Home Alone. I must I must have been a maybe a couple years maybe like a year older than him when I watched Home Alone. There is absolutely no way that I would let him watch that movie right? at this right. age. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is that like that's a rate that there or it's an example of just like that's a rating that like I some of our kids could watch. I'm pretty sure uh, if it's rated. I think it's PG. So it's like I think that they could do it as long as we're in the room with them, but that's not something that I would ever show Michelle at this age. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like she needs to like she knows that a paint can is heavy and if you get hit in the head with a paint can it's a serious it's serious business. But that that one makes it look like a cartoon and it's just like, yes, "Oh, you'll just fall yeah. down the stairs he gets and hit you'll in the be face okay." with a hot iron and then he's just well, like, "All right." That's like, in the second one. The second one, I'm pretty sure Kevin McAllister could be like charged with like assault. Like it's just like he's the, he does some things in that second Home Alone that's like pretty, pretty bad. Oh no, that is in the first one. It's no, in the he, first no, one. No, no. Juvenile for this. Juvenile detention I, center for this. My kid, favorite but. one is like the heat thing on the doorknob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he like touches the doorknob. It's brilliant. It's third that kid third. is. Well, brilliant. He gives this guy third degree burns, and then yeah, it's just yeah. But anyways, Hannah, you were gonna. What, do you pay attention to the rating system, or, or Lucy and I, just the two that are like, eh, not, <laughs> not, not, not yet. Not, not I'm fine. That's fine. Time for I do. I, I generally do. I, yeah. I, but like, to a degree, um, I look mostly. My kids get really, really scared by things like things that are even rated. So G is generally really safe for us. Seven, hit or miss. Like the scary parts, we got to fast forward. Like it's just too scary. Like the Incredibles, that like big machine that like shoots fireballs, they're like fast forward, mommy, fast forward. It's too oh, scary. Oh, okay. So they're, and yeah. And so I'm like, okay. I, I, for me, or for my kids, we have to be very mindful. Um, and then they like really, they really want the scary ones. And then they always say it's okay. It's I'm, I'm, I'm good with the scary. I'm like, yeah, but then you're up all night because you have nightmares. So, yeah. um, so that PG it's like, we have to be there with them. Um, and like, we watch a trailer first and see like how many bad guys are in this? Like, are you going to have nightmares tonight? Uh, seven is like the TV, whatever seven, it, it's kind of hit or miss. It depends yeah. on the type of show that it is. Um, but it, Corey, I think, kind of relies on it a little bit because as when he was a kid, 
He's like, I watched all kinds of things that I should oh, not man. have watched. Tons. And he's like, Absolutely. I can't wait to watch Batman. And he's like, I watched Batman starting at four. Yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah. I should not have been watching that at mm-hmm. four. Oh. And uh, so it, it, I think he kind of watches it a little bit too just because he's like, I have no concept of what's appropriate because yeah. I did not watch anything that was yep. appropriate when I was younger. So. I, I, I relate to that. I relate to Corey on that because I do mm-hmm. have – I do get – Excuse me. I do have to be reminded, mostly by Melissa, but it's like I have to be reminded by her like that. It's just like, no, like you can't show them that. And yeah, I can make jokes about like showing them something that I'm obvious. I obviously know that is not appropriate and stuff. But it's like there's certain films that I would just be like, I don't understand why this wouldn't be an issue. Like it's a family film and stuff. Like a good one was, mm-hmm. um, a good one was that I actually had a little bit of hesitation to because I couldn't remember the movie completely, and I was like. But I'm pretty sure it's got family in the title. I sure it's okay. But oh, we showed no. Michelle the Adams family, oh. and it was like because she really because she had heard about the Wednesday show, right? And I was like, "Well, I'm right. not showing you the Wednesday show because I haven't seen the Wednesday show, and I don't know." But it's like, you know, the, all the jokes about the the Adams family, uh, or not all the jokes, but a lot of them is just like, "Oh, uh, Morticia and Gomez, like they're like couples goals, and they love each other." And it's mm-hmm. actually about the fact that this is like even if it is a weird family to other, uh, to everyone else yeah. it's actually a family that loves it, each other and it's and i'm like yeah i remember all of that great stuff and that's what everybody's talking about and it's like there's so it was like, my and, favorite show as a kid yeah. i forgot like it was it was I great loved it so yeah. much. i loved it too the so movie show, fantastic absolutely oh movie's great and it's like and but it's just like you know but then i have to go like okay but is this okay for like a Mm five-year-old and it's like and as and it's like 10 minutes into it i'm just like i don't know how to explain like this cartoonish unrealistic sort of violence to her because there's Mm -hmm. like certain things Mm -hmm. that like like especially with the brothers like there's and this isn't in the first 10 minutes but there's a lot of like they're throwing knives at each other and it's like mm-hmm. it's a joke right. because they can throw <laughs> knives and it's like you start thinking about that you're just my like my childhood is making so much sense right <laughs> now you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like things like that where my parents were like were like well it, it's like they didn't even explain to me that you can't throw knives like that it's they're yeah. just like well he'll understand you can't throw knives like that there is no discussion about this it's just like it's a movie it's fine and here i am as a parent and i'm just going i hope is like is she gonna be okay and she's like and, and, <laughs> and i know michelle like was watching some of the things in that film and she's just like it's not computing because that's just not how knives work and i thought you don't throw knives like when we hold scissors in the house we hold them the proper way you hold them you know where you're down and they're safe and stuff and here is like this very very funny guy that like are these very funny brothers that daddy is laughing at him they, he's throwing mm-hmm. knives at each other and they're all going brother ha, ha, ha. and they're and especially in that there's like a lot of like they're punching each other in the face and it's mm-hmm. like done with love but you have to explain to a five-year-old that, yeah but that's a movie like we don't show love by punching each other in the face in this right. it's, it's like things like that where i go i like it's it's like a weird balance of having to like i remember it because I probably watched it too young. Mm-hmm. I remember it being like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, but I'm fine now. I have no idea if I was fine when I first watched it. And mm-hmm. also I think five years old probably is too young for the Adams Family. But it's the things that I'm 
Like, I don't think that she gets scared from it. She just gets confused by it. Like, she's confused right. by mm-hmm. the logistics of it, and it's confused by the reality of it. And that is when I kind of get, right. you know. But uh, to your point, Hannah, I, my childhood makes a lot more sense rewatching these films <laughs> with my kids, and I'm just going, oh, yes. <laughs> this is why I have I'm these. Also, this explains <laughs> a lot. This explains a lot. <laughs> I'm also the youngest. So, like, you know how I mentioned that, like, Elle gets to see things Yep. sooner because Same. i was watching them i'm the youngest of three so like mm-hmm. you know by the time my my brothers are watching the adams family I, I i i don't remember how old i was but it was my it was a favorite in our house like we loved adams yeah. family and and the monsters uh but i do remember like i uh my my family might kill me for saying this but there was a time when my brother my oldest brother was babysitting us and he thought it was hilarious to chase us around the house with a big knife and then he like stabbed it in the wall <gasps> This sounds so terrifying, but it was like it. It wasn't like <laughs> you were a, never scared. He, he obviously you... was never gonna hurt. Yeah, us. I mean, no. I was scared because I was the littlest. But like I, you know, but it, he was never gonna hurt us with it. Yeah. But now I understand. Well, obviously, <laughs> he watched that on the Adams family, right? <laughs> that, that makes sense to a whatever year old. And um, and when you it was, come out of big trouble, he Sorry. wasn't allowed to do that again. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, that, <laughs> that's good. Listen, we'll allow this a couple of more times, but kid, you got to stop this <laughs> with the running of the knife thing. Like, it's, But it's things like that where you go, you watch the, f- and, and, you know, I love that movie and I think that movie is great, but it's, yeah, what is the proper age to watch that? Because I don't know right. if your brother watched it when he was five. And he decided that he was going to start running around with like a knife or like later on, like not as a five year old, but like later on, he's going to start doing that. Or if he just saw it later and he just thought it was funny, but he, of course, is never going to do any harm to you. But it's still like you're like, yeah, like with your parents, they're hearing this if or if they hear this, they're just going to be like, well, that's awful. Like, I didn't I didn't know that. (laughs) But it's nobody's fault. Like, it's like or is like I also don't know just like I grew up with a I grew up in a household where I know that like for my parents because they love watching movies so much and I know that they've said this is just like eventually they just get bored with watching kids movies and they're just like look I don't know if you're age appropriate for this you're almost age appropriate for this we're just going to show you this movie because we want to watch this movie now like we would like to watch these movies and stuff and they would walk us through to their credit they would walk us through even just going back to using Terminator as an example it's just like there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of violence in there and i know i didn't watch it when i was 5 i was much <laughs> older but they but they walked us through of like you know don't watch this scene turn around i'll explain to you what's happening it's like the mm-hmm. the, the machine is doing this thing now and the machine is doing this thing now and this is like what it is. and it's like somehow like that's a little bit better in the sense that like you're explaining what's happening on screen but you're also explaining that it's like it's a movie like a machine like this doesn't yes, actually right. exist yeah. and i think going from like that angle at least is a little bit you're able to start to disassociate between um what is like a movie and what is real life like and mm-hmm. and understanding mm-hmm. that the thing is a movie because that's i think is going back to the adams family thing with michelle it's like i think that's the 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 struggle is that she's not watching a cartoon she's watching something that's live action and live Mm action is a whole Mm -hmm. other thing that's Mm -hmm. really difficult for them to Mm -hmm. to kind of comprehend because as soon as it becomes live action and you see stunts and you see you know show them a mission impossible film and and they're just going to be like so i guess you know men can fly and they can jump off cliffs Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's just like well no this is all like stunts and this is all that so it doesn't even matter what you're showing them it's 
it's like all of this stuff is going to be really it's hard for them to wrap their head around but if it was a cartoon why you know i know my dog can't talk like you know what i mean like it's like right. michelle knows that the dogs don't talk and cats can't actually be put into these suits and fly to the moon like you know mayor humdinger don't can't show be her home alone or not but that homeward bound homeward bound <laughs> but it's like you can't but but maybe and that's homeward <laughs> bound <laughs> that'll really confuse her oh god there's so many movies again this is just like this is why okay, my childhood but makes it's sense i also i legit as a kid thought that my cat was a spy <laughs> like <laughs> this is making sense from now. what movie <laughs> I don't know something <laughs> that like I'd probably hope we're bound. I don't, they were talking. I don't know. I for sure I thought my cat was a spy, like yeah. legit. I was like, why would my cat be spying on me? I did not do anything yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. But as a kid, there's that movie yeah. called Cats and Dogs where oh, it's like, yeah, yes. they're all spies. spies. They're all like spies, and they all have like, yeah. And, and you probably would have been like young enough to. Yep see it and think that it was yeah legit. that's that's probably might be the movie yeah. or or just a movie Look that's up. like that it's just something that's it but i'm not again. sure we, we didn't have we didn't have a tv for a long time when i was a kid so there was a big gap in there with mm. uh with maybe it was like a book anything, or something so i don't know but could have been. been is that not like we're talking about like the adams family is that not like what kids movies were like like that's what we were yeah, exposed to. I think that to. was like, a kids movie. It was. Yeah. I feel like all of those films, that's what they were like. They were all scary, and so and now I and now I watch them. And I'm like, I'd never show this to my kid. But there's something to be said mm-hmm. to that is, and I think what Hannah, you're saying is like your your childhood starts to make a little bit more sense of, especially yeah. your, and and who you are as an adult. When you look back and you go, that's the change that has happened between you know the the films and the content and what is being described as or labeled as like this is family content mm-hmm. when it was then compared to what it is now it is that it's like it's just changed and there is a lot of validity validity to the argument that it's just there's so much censorship now in terms mm-hmm. of what you're able to show in a family film than there was before and what are the cause and effects of that and 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 it can be very very negative what is it now that has changed over the last 20, 30 years where it's just like, yeah, you can't show a kid that because then they might throw a maybe it is that we just go, well, then maybe a kid will pick up a paint can and throw it on their friend and think it would be OK. You know, I've mentioned it on the podcast before we had to teach Michelle that, you know, if it, when people, it, you know, cars are dangerous, you can't go in front of a car while it's moving. A car is dangerous. No, right. Mm-hmm. You, you, you won't just become flat. You mm-hmm. and and then you we can inflate you and then you pop back up because she's like I saw that in a cartoon and once she learned mm-hmm. that cartoons aren't real I think that changed a lot of things for her but I don't know what the step is right now in order to be able for her to go like yeah you still can't throw knives at your brother like you know you can't yeah. that's I not mean, a, that's I not a like thing context it, it can context and I think like communication like mm-hmm. um I I think like Brandon you said that your parents showed you movies that maybe weren't quite age appropriate but they sat there and they watched it with you and they talked to you about it and they talked like they're like okay i'm gonna explain this to you this isn't real life or this is not something that happens like don't do this and and maybe it's just like people don't trust that parents are going to sit there with their kids and watch a movie and Mm -hmm. be like this Mm -hmm. is not real this is (laughs) if you get hit by a car we cannot inflate you so like I feel like maybe that's part of it is just that like reality of what we we cannot expect parents to be doing this because 
We don't know if they are. Yeah, let's change let's change the ratings to make sure that it is appropriate for a kid watching without a parent. Yes. Right, or right. Without yeah, an yeah. adult. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. Because there's so much stuff that they could watch and they could just watch on their own. And that's a very good point. It's a really good point. We watched Adam's mm-hmm. family with her and were able to walk her through a lot of that stuff. And I mm-hmm. don't know if I would have just I would not have just allowed her to just watch the Adams family you know just on her own and i was just like somewhere else like we Mm -hmm. knew that we were going to watch that with her and maybe that's like a good guiding guiding light of that stuff yeah like i it's it's so tough though like uh like the kid is gets scared easily like hannah was saying with her kids yeah yeah, like we watched frozen like the first one with like the snow monster yeah and he's like he found it scary and so now i'm like do you want to watch frozen and he's like well i want to watch the first one but i don't really want to watch it because ice monsters the ice guy right yeah 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 oh <laughs> even though at the end he's like you know he turns out to be like a softy if you watch like the end like the clip for at sure. the end of the movie but um uh, michelle yeah, like it's oh, i was gonna yeah. say michelle uh, we just got her to be like to understand that like wally's not scary like we were like explaining because she right. thought wally was gonna be scary i mean it I is guess... scary but yeah yeah there's for a whole of... different reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's scary for adults because it's like yeah. that movie is 15 years old and we have not changed trajectory. We are nope. on our way to those floaty chairs, uh, you know, playing it's, golf it's with an, our it's fingers. An and unfulfilled stuff. prophecy as of yet. But. Well, thanks everyone for joining us again. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram or send us an email. Send us your thoughts on the episode and what was your favorite show growing up email us at the stay at homes podcast at gmail.com see you next week bye